Hello and good morning, everyone. Today is May the 12th, and it's a, another dreary, droopy Tuesday morning. Um, raining outside, nice and miserable looking um, from the outside looking, from the inside looking out. Um, so, on today's uh, news, we're talking about employee retention strategies that work for small businesses. And um, on this article that was written uh, a few weeks ago uh, by a lady named Lisa Price um, on Small Biz Trends talked about some things that are different, um, some things that are evolving in the ever-changing workplace and especially around the idea of employee retention. And um, some things that she brought up was... um, a few things of why um, people will quit their jobs here in today's uh, market. So, um, you know, one thing that I might preface this article, this was kind of on the front end of the uh, corona trend uh, situation. And, you know, I think throwing uh, several tens of millions of people into the unemployment uh, line might change a few of these things. Uh, some people might be happy to have a job. Um, so take that. No, just kidding. Uh, so um, I think a lot of people will be happy to have a job, period. Uh, so might, uh, you know, you think about coming out of the recession area, coming out of the depression area. A lot of people are like, yeah, man, I, I my boss kept me on and blah, blah, blah. And, or uh, I just got hired on. I don't want to go back to unemployment and um, things like that. So you know, uh, a lot of people might uh, stick with the job for a little while, at least right now, um, through this situation. However, um, without further ado, you know, getting into the article a little bit, um, the first thing that was, of course, brought up in, in employee retention was money. And that is something that I think is one of the, I don't want to say the least uh, bit of, you know, issues that come up as far as employee retention, but I do think that that is something that matters. You know, um, you hear about a lot of people that go to work at, you know, say in the Oklahoma City area, Hobby Lobby or something like that, uh, because they start out at this amount um, and they have these benefits. Um, Or, you know, uh, Amazon, they start out at this amount and they have these benefits. You know, um, money does matter. Um, However, I think out of the the amounts of or the, uh, the out of the scheme of things, that money is probably one of the least important um, in in the job market as it sits right now um, with the the generation that we have now that we are talking about. Um, and keep this in mind. I mean, I'm I've only been uh, I guess hiring people for probably six or seven years now. Like really full-time six six or seven years of being kind of in charge of what people make and being in charge of hiring and firing. Um, so I don't come at this with, you know, 30 years of experience, as you can tell um, by looking at me, hopefully. Um, so the first topic was money. Um, and, you know, one thing that was brought up was that there's, there's several examples of people quitting jobs because they were expecting a raise or they were looking forward to a raise and never got it. Um, and the thing that was brought up was that the potential for somebody to get a raise is not necessarily something that is, um, has to be a large number, but the, the idea and the, um, appreciation and the excitement of getting a raise was what, motivates people to get a raise, I guess you could say. Um, 
So what I mean by that was there was an example brought up that a, a girl was passed up for a three-month raise um, because she was going to, from her boss's perspective, she was going to get a, a just twice as much of a raise at the six-month mark. He was just waiting to, to give her that raise at that time, um, and she had been frustrated because she was anticipating a three-month raise because she had heard that's kind of what the company does if you're doing good. And instead of getting the three-month raise, they decided to just double her raise um, at the six-month period for whatever reason. And the girl became frustrated and left the job for like a very minimal, uh, higher-paying job. Um, And it goes on to say that she didn't know that she was doing good in the job. She thought maybe they weren't getting along good. They didn't appreciate her, blah, blah, blah. And so this is why I say money is not necessarily the biggest issue to, in my opinion, because I think the thing that was lacking there was a clear communication about, am I appreciated in this job? Am I doing a good job um, for this company? And that's what she was so foggy about. Um, and the next thing uh, in the article is showing appreciation, recognition, and connection. Um, this is something that I have learned to get a lot better at um, in the last few years. I I think this was something that, um, you know, when you look at the uh, uh, your love languages or whatever that, you know, uh, or your, what do they call it, your assessment test or whatever it might be, that people have different things that appeal to them, um, you know, and I think uh, some gifts appeal to some people. Um, time off appeals to some people. I think that money appeals to some people, and recognition appeals to some people. It blows my mind that somebody would rather have a thank you than a twenty dollars, or you know, I really appreciate what you're doing for us. Um, type of 10, 15 minute conversation than 20 or $30. I, I would rather like, ah, you don't have to tell me, thank you. You show me thank yous with green dollar bills. Um, you know, that's what, that's the way I am. But, um, you know, people do put an importance on knowing what their boss is thinking, knowing what the company is thinking. Um, different people have different ways of communication. And this is one thing that I think a manager has to learn to be good at is figuring out, who ticks in what ways you know the people that have are put an emphasis on money and that's all they care about and that's what they you know want in a job honor that with those money and 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 vice versa with people with recognition you've got to have more regular conversations around you know i appreciate you coming in on your day off i appreciate this i appreciate that and of course the people with money you know this isn't a total one-sided deal um but uh, she goes on to cite, uh, the author of this article goes on to cite um, several, um, I guess you could say, things that she has seen that um, talk about how, you know, showing recognition and having recognition in the workplaces is very important to people. And not only that, but how an employee, she goes on to in the article or in the paragraph with how you started, how that employee fits in with future plans and what your hopes are for the future. You know, these same people that like recognition like to be to talk about things, um, they want to know, you know, what the future looks like. Um, they want to know <laughs> what you're thinking. Um, and that's the importance of that. And finally, um, you know, the, the last couple things, uh, that are talked about are, um, flexibility, um, flexibility, benefits, health insurance, and then finally opportunity for growth. Um, you know, 
I think that flexibility is something that we have noticed here in the last, you know, couple years of, you know, in a retail environment, um, so much different than an office environment or a sales environment or whatever it might be. In a lot of businesses, they can have extreme flexibility because if something is not being done, um, you know, it, it is okay for certain things to be to wait or whatever it might be, or other people can pick up the slack. But in a retail environment, when you are waiting, when you are in the reaction business of waiting on somebody to walk into a retail store, um, whether it be a restaurant or, um, you know, whatever it is, when you're when you're waiting on somebody to walk in and give you business, you cannot give all of your employees time off at the exact same time, of course. And really, in a small business with you know fewer than 10 people, that is almost impossible to, to give extended amounts of time off, um, whether it's paid or unpaid. Um, it cripples a business. So what we have learned is that people really like time off, whether it's, you know, a day off a week, two days off a week, three days off a week, there is a lot of employees that we have that want those days off and are paid by the hour. So when they're off, they're not making money. And, um, we have noticed that that is important to a lot of people. Now, again, this goes back to different people like different things, but what we have done is we have almost hired up so many, um, you know, part-timers or people that don't necessarily need those 20 to 30 to 35 hour people and we have max capacity those type of people and we give preference to on like a schedule or something like that we give preference to the people that seem like they put an emphasis on money so those people that are like i need this much money i that are concerned about how much they make you know this goes back to knowing your people you have to know which ones care about which things but the people that care about money we give them preference to you know you get 40 hours a week every week. You get 35 hours a week every week. And then the people that are more worried about, I need this day off to go to this family function. I need this day off to go to this. I need this day off to go to this. Those people are kind of last on the schedule. So it's like, hey, you know, such and such and you both need, um, are, are available every day this week. But, you know, one of you usually has something to do. So um, we have learned to kind of, prioritize people's hours in the front and then in the back end um just kind of be flexible in that sense so you know in a retail environment or a restaurant or whatever it might be you don't have the extreme ability to be super flexible even with hourly employees um, but you do have the ability to hire more of them and make them kind of battle for hours um as you might <laughs> kind of think about it so um those are the the last part of the article was kind of uh downer i thought it talked about how um benefits are a big deal and i thought that that kind of went into money benefits are a big deal to certain people you know um and how maybe benefits you offering benefits isn't necessarily it maybe if you don't offer any benefits that you help people to take advantage of other benefits whether that be a health invite a health insurance professional in to help them get health insurance whether you're paying for it or not um so you know i thought that that was kind of in the same vein as money that matters to some people some people they don't care um and then lastly, it talked about having fun. Um, and I think in that vein of having fun, um, in that vein of knowing your employees, in that vein of knowing who wants a certain amount of money and who doesn't care necessarily you know, as much, I think that it's all just hard work um, in the sense of 
if you're not trying to make all of your employees happy, if you're not trying to learn what motivates all of your employees, if you're not trying um, or working at it, that you're not going to um, have, you know, you're not going to have a successful business. And I think that that's kind of the punchline of all of this is you have to accept the fact, or at least I've understood that I think, you know, I have come to the realization in the last few years that you have to accept the fact of if you want to build a large business and have some sort of sustainable large business, it revolves around employees. Name a business that is not of some sort of, you know, if you're saying, oh, well, I'll just outsource everything, you have to work with your the vendors that you work with. So in, in no way is there a possibility that you can build a very large, you know, sustainable business. Now there's, there's some businesses that do, you know, $20 million with three people. There's some businesses that do $2 million and they have 300 employees. I understand that there's different businesses that have different amounts or levels or whatever of employees, but the people that have, um, you know, a big business, you have to have employees. And so when you have to have employees, you have to accept the fact that you are going to have to deal with these employee issues. You're going to have to deal with all kinds of things um, with employees. And so you have to put in the work. Um, So thank you for watching today's uh, article, today's update, whatever you want to call it around employees. Please give me your thoughts and your opinions on this matter. Thank you for watching.